Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. And my name is Matt Hay, and you are... Joel Cunningham. <laughs> Joel. <laughs> Joel. I was Cunningham. about to cough. I think that's what happened there. Yeah, that's probably what happened. Why do they call it? You have a frog in your throat. Because usually when I have a frog in my throat, I'm usually like, <laughs> there's a frog in my throat. Yeah. Like that. It's like somebody, when you get a frog in your throat, do you just go like, <laughs> I never say that. That's just a term I feel like it's not really a thing that I actually use. I gotcha. There has to be some reason for that. Yeah, I don't know. Cause maybe because it sounds like you're like, but <laughs> <laughs> I could get that. I can see that. That's probably it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'll, I'll, I'll investigate. I'll get to the bottom of this frog thing. Do it. Uh, research it. Research it right now. There you go. Anyways, this is our coming soon and news segment where we cover all of uh, kind of the films that are coming out soon. Uh, actually, today, mm-hmm. as of today and uh, this weekend and uh, what's going on with that. And then also some of the latest ha- that's happening in the, in the world of n- movie news. Yes. Um, today, we're going to be covering a few of the movies that are uh, coming out. Three big ones, specifically The Mummy, It Comes at Night, and Megan Levy. Really just two big ones in my two mind. Two big ones. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so obviously the, the big la- one that, that everybody's- That ta- last one's going to be pretty rough, the, the big one that everybody's talking about is <laughs> Megan Levy. Really? And it's going to be a $100 million opener this weekend. Kate You're not Mara. just barking up a tree with that one, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, um, let's let's start this off because there's a couple of movies on here that I'm actually pretty pumped for. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel is like, I feel like you are kind of pumped for, but kind of. you can't be pumped for one of them because it's not really <laughs> your jam and ki- type of I'm like, the, <laughs> I have this weird thing where I hate watching like, like suspense horror movies because I don't like being scared. Right. But I love them. Okay. I love when good ones come out. Like right. I, what was the one that came out recently? Um, like it follows, um, uh, the witch, the witch, the witch, the witch. <laughs> I heard that one was like ridiculously scary, and I'm like, that's great that it came out. I'm so excited and happy about it, that, but I never watched it. You know? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never watched it. I don't know anything about so, it. So, um, yeah. what's yeah? So let's uh, let's go ahead and start with the the main one. I think the big the big studio release, which is going to be from Universal, which is the Mummy. And this is kicking off our our new dark universe that they have going on, which is gonna have the Mummy, Jekyll, Mister Hyde, and yes, uh, who's played by Russell Crowe, by the way. Then you have Johnny Depp as Invisible Man, Javier Bardem as uh, the Frankenstein monster, or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know all the details just yet, but uh, the don't. Mummy. Uh, specifically the synopsis, an ancient princess is awakened from her crypt beneath the desert, bringing with her malevolence grown over millennia. Mm-hmm. And That's fun to say, malevolence, malevolence <laughs> and millennia. Say that a few times and, fast there. And terrors that uh, defy human comprehension. Um, directed by Alex... Which means rats, birds. Right. <laughs> so r- written by Alex Kurtzman, uh, writer... Uh, sorry, directed by Alex Kurtzman, Kurtzman Written David Kep and um, Christopher McQuarrie, a couple of them. There's a couple other screenwriters as well. Yeah, that doesn't excite me. It's a right. bad sign. You got um, that many writers on board. I like McQuarrie, but uh, as far as the cast is concerned, um, Tom Cruise, nobody's ever heard of him. Russell Crowe, Annabelle Walls, Sophia Mutella, <laughs> Jake Johnson, um, and a lot of other awesome people too. But yeah, yeah. Mummy. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the Mummy, and we've been talking about this for a while. I have. I know this is on record. We have many episodes where we mentioned it. Yes. I am actually kind of stoked to see this movie. Shut your mouth, Matt. 
So Shut your mouth. I'm stoked to see it. And I I'm hoping that it's gonna be a fun action movie. Yeah. Um that doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, but that can deliver some uh creepy scariness a little bit, but a lot of like cool action set pieces and stuff like that too. Okay. Um and hopefully they do a good job just making the movie and not worrying about connecting it to a universe. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of my initial thought. However, I loved every piece of marketing for this movie, with the exception of the most recent trailer I've seen. Not the one that you and I saw when we got to, when we went to go see Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. uh, but I saw one on line somewhere. It's like an international trailer, maybe. It's it's where they're 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 showing all these like jokes, and none of the jokes are funny. Like <laughs> like the like you see the mummy come walking up to Tom Cruise. Um, the mummy it, is the joke. That's the thing. Well, the mummy, the, the movie mummy is the joke. It, what if, what if it's actually the Tom, joke on us Tom Cruise's watchers. mommy, and it's just a misinterpretation? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. So the uh, the trailer. <laughs> I was like, Where are we going with this? I was like, I was confused. <laughs> the trailer um, has her walking up, and the girl that was with Tom Cruise is like trapped in the car, and, yeah. and she goes like go show that mummy who's boss or whatever. I don't know what it was. And then yeah. he like goes up and like gets kicked and goes flying back 50 right. feet. Yeah. And then like, that's the joke. And I'm like, yeah. this is cheesy. Like, and they had another one like that. And it, uh, when, like right before he gets pulled out of car or something like that. And it was just like, I've never, I haven't seen these until this moment. And they, they, those jokes just did not land. Yeah. They weren't deserved. And so I'm kind of that's, bummed out about that a little bit, but that, that's a great word land. I, nothing in this film has really been quite landing for me. Hmm. There hasn't really been an element that I've like, yeah, I'm glad you went there. I, <laughs> Tom Cruise seems like he's about 10 years too old. Unfortunately for me to take on, I would have, I would have preferred Brendan Fraser over Tom Cruise. Right. I feel like they're going for like a horror suspense almost type vibe with this. And they've turned the mummy from like a character in and of itself to almost like a ghost-like presence. Sure. Every time the the the, the mummy's on screen, it's got this weird, almost like gas, like ghostly type ganter, like <laughs> an attitude to it, where it's kind of like quiet and it doesn't really. Where you know what I mean? Whereas like yeah. the mummy in the original was like this undead being. Right. She seems more like she's got the long black Emo hair. Tab. Yeah. And the eye <laughs> thing, like, stop trying to make the eye thing happen. Like, okay. it's not gonna be. I don't know. I just. I'm not I don't need like a ghost mummy movie and it kind of feels that way the the romantic lead type stuff between her and the lady Annabella Wallace like they seem like he's way too like her dad almost you know and then Russell Crowe just for the last four movies or so Russell Crowe seems like he's just kind of like phoning it in and even in the even in the trailer for this he's like Yes, yeah, so we've got a mummy that's kind of here and <laughs> doing bad things, and so you should oh, stop it. So I'm just you like, got more of a negative outlook. I have on a this. very negative outlook on I, this matter. I, I, and the fact of, that they're still like not releasing any reviews for this, right? You know, I don't think that's supporting a, a positive outlook. If for they, it. if they release, if the if the embargo lifts sometime, like either late tonight or tomorrow, I think there's still a shot. But if it gets too much closer to Wednesday and it hasn't lifted, then we're having issues. But I... Yeah, I'm definitely have uh, outside of the the bad humor. I felt like I'm 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 excited to see it. <laughs> so, the only trailer I liked for this was the first one. Okay. And after that, it kind of everything was just very like okay. They've got a, a lot of writers on board for this, which again, you know, there might be some individually good talent in there. But overall, I mean, and they've got a director who's really he hasn't done a whole lot. To be completely honest, he's he's written on a lot of things. And oh, he's, yeah, he's been involved with like everything from it, Lost to um, basically everything J.J. Abrams right, has been and attached producing, to. <laughs> but, right, and producing a lot, but he hasn't directed 
really much right. of anything at this point. I mean, so I, there's just nothing about this that I'm like, it has any draw for me beyond the fact that it's just like, I wish that I could approach this as kind of like a Transformer-esque, silly popcorn flick action type movie, but they're trying to peg it almost as, a, like I said, like a horror-ish like ghost mm. type suspense. Like even when the trailer with the thing where he's like dead and he like bumped, like he, he jumps up and he's like, ah, and they put that loud, like noise. Like they're going for that style. And I'm like, I don't want that out of a mummy movie. I, I like the Brendan Fraser style yeah. better. <laughs> Benny. Yeah. Which although Looks they like got horrible. Looks like someone's on the wrong side of yeah. the river. All the, yeah. Although <laughs> they went way too far down that like tongue in cheek cheesiness. Yeah. Um, I like that better. Cause it's the, it's the idea is redonkulous. Yeah. I mean, it's the idea is that some, creature that was killed from like eons ago would come back as like a person wrapped in cloth and it didn't bring plagues upon people i mean it's so ridiculously over the top so, so you you sound really excited for this what would you rate your excitement level <laughs> i'm at like a 3.5 out of 10 maybe 3 3.5 out of 10. okay because I like, I do think Tom Cruise can do an effective acting job. Some of the action set pieces look interesting. It looks like there's decent special effects. I mean, so I'll be like kind of moderately interested, but I feel like the plot and the story and the the, the overall story arc and through, things are going to start happening. I'm just going to be like, really? Really? That's going to be like my, my feeling the entire movie. Really? Because Ta- reasons? I will say this. Tom Cruise is one of the best... Uh, actors in Hollywood when it comes to running on film. He oh, looks, yeah. He does he it every film, He looks the most too. intense. Yeah. Like, he's like, it looks like he's running a 1,000 miles an hour, too. Yeah, I, I could have some stories that I could tell you about, supposedly, <laughs> but I've heard from being on set with different stuff. But, like, he, every one of his films, he is kind of known for doing as much of his own stunt work as he can. Which is cool, yeah. Which I mean, they cool. do that in Mission yeah. Possible. Like, the last one, he actually was legit hanging off the side of a airplane yeah, as absolutely. it took off. Yeah, and he was hanging from the side of the building. In Dubai, in, yeah. In Dubai and stuff. craziness. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you got to give him a lot of, uh, you know, props as far as that's concerned. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my excitement's closer to a seven. Okay. So yeah, we'll have to talk about this next week, but I'm probably still going to end up seeing this one over what we're talking about next because of reasons. Because of reasons. (laughs) So this next one is something I'm looking forward to. I am the more of the, uh, thriller horror aficionado between the two of us. Yeah. And it is, it comes at night. What, what, what is it? What is it? It comes at night. The, the, the clown. What is it? Oh, the clown? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a side cool. Side cool. So, um, just the, the the title alone is pretty menacing, just in its sounding. But um, yeah, the so, trailers for it, man. Oh, the trailers are terrifying. But, yeah. Um, so secure within a desolate home, as an unnatural threat terrorizes the world, a man has established a tenuous domestic order with his wife and son, but this will soon be put to test when a desperate young family arrives seeking refuge. Um, and this, this stars primarily Joel Edgerton, uh, Christopher like. Abbott. Yeah. Joel Edgerton's awesome. Actually. Great actor. Um, did you see the gift? I didn't see the gift. I yeah. want to see the gift. I saw he's great warrior. I liked him in warrior. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's great in the gift. Um, so is Jason, Jason Bateman too. Either anyway, anyway, side side comment. Um, <laughs> and then you have uh, Carmen Ejogo. Riley, I really only like him because his name, by the way. So Riley Kiuf and Kelvin Harrison. Um, I, and the the big thing with this is it's very mysterious. Yeah, I like it right off the bat because one of my favorite doesn't matter what it's kind of a guilty pleasure like trope if it's in a movie it kind of amps it up and makes me like it more yeah it's in a post-apocalyptic some sort of world where something wrong has happened yeah (laughs) and so it's already in this world but we don't know what's happened all the trailers are very vague it's got that kind of like 
um, very much smaller scale of like a village. Right. I think that's because of the budget. So they probably put right. most of the money into the actual cinematography and the casting. Right. Because this is an A24 production. Yeah. And they're, they they do that. So yeah. they make really cool looking films, I think. Mm-hmm. But they don't just, at this point, they still don't do like huge budget. They're right. kind of in that like like 10 million kind of range, 10 to 20 million, I think, kind of range, which seems like a lot. And it yeah. is a lot. But for a big budget Hollywood film. you know. Right. So um, I like the mystery. I like that it's... Um, it's a, and all the talent involved, but it's also it's got a great start. It's been out and being reviewed for weeks now. Yeah, um, it's in the mid '80s, I believe. Yep. And um, for for a long time, it was at 100. percent But you know, yeah, obviously, people who <laughs> reviewed it really early probably wanted to see it and were really hyped on it anyway. Yeah. So, I I'm I'm excited about it. I I like to get my uh, um, scare scare on every now and then I guess <laughs> and I want to try and it's it's so difficult I really only have time usually to see one film a weekend but I want to cover it so I think yeah. I might go see this one this weekend instead of the mummy and yeah. then you can go see the mummy and then I can catch the mummy later on that's fine it looks great that we were talking about this as well I have this funny thing I love hate relationship with horror movies I don't like watching them <laughs> but I love the fact that they're out there yeah like I love that they're it's, I just I don't know why I love the fact that this is gonna it looks like it's gonna be a really successful film it's really gonna do well I think it's just something about the the cinematography and the style and the budget that is, they're giving a shot as well to types of films that aren't being done right a new type of idea I mean maybe not necessarily like a really new type of idea but they're playing it off in a very different way. Yeah. Um, and they have a different, a new director, Trey Edward Schultz, um, who was a winner at South by Southwest for a film that he did. Yeah. And so, but other than that, he hasn't really done a whole lot. So it was written and directed by him. Um, I like the casting. So it's it's tough because it's like, I would like yeah. to watch it, but I just don't want to be scared. Yeah. I don't like being scared by films. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm no. at, um, with this movie, I'm at an 8.5 in okay. excitement level for it. I'm at like a five, but <laughs> you're like, I don't know. I'm so yeah. scared of it. Right I, now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm like, I need to watch. I, the thing is, is I can view films like this, like at home during yeah. the day with the lights on. Yeah. I make myself like such a self sound like such a whoosh. Like it was <laughs> like, I'll go see horror movies and stuff. I just don't like to, you know, right. I don't get any enjoyment out of like something going, ah! right. you know, I, I do enjoy kind of a suspenseful ride type movie where it kind of ten- tensions, building tensions, building. I just don't like that like everything's going blah on your face. You should go see Lights Out. <laughs> yeah, see that's like the worst. That is exactly <laughs> the worst night, kind of in film. A pitch black yeah, house. <laughs> we watched oh good the goodness the the uh, the happening. Oh yeah. Oh my I jumped so much. The happening? Just, wait, not the happening. The happening is um, a terrible movie. Not the happening. Crud. <laughs> I can't think of it. The one in the house. They're playing the clap. The oh, that no, no, that's a conjuring. The conjuring. Yeah, there that, you go. that movie is terrifying. Terrified, yeah. <laughs> terrified me. So like the first half of that movie, because it kind of goes more of in like a horror route later. I can deal with horror better than I can deal with suspense. You said that. Happening. This is the happening. It's not the happening. I apologize. It's not the happening at all. That's not what's oh happening right now. And that Shyamalan's greatest horror <laughs> masterpiece of all time the happening I, I was scared of the happening for different reasons i was scared of the happening because of the, the director name when that popped up I was like oh my gosh he made another i'm just kidding oh so, my god yes the conjuring the conjuring second Anyways. half yeah second so, half i i was less scared about and i could deal with because it was mostly horror yeah whereas the first half i mean it was all just things jumping and yeah. and i cannot i don't know maybe yeah. a week it was it was yeah that was a tough one yeah um 
Anyway, so yeah. that's that's uh, so we have uh, it comes at night. That's the the uh, horror film that's uh, I'm actually highly anticipating this yep. this weekend. Um, and then we have another uh, lesser of a release. We won't spend a ton of time on it, but it's called Megan Levy. It's actually based on a true life story of a young Marine corporal whose unique discipline and bond with her military combat dog saved many lives during their deployment and uh, in Iraq. And it's directed by Gabriella Kawaperth White. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Perthwaite. I don't. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Just um, anyways, yeah. in stars Kate Mara, who is uh, sister of uh, Rooney Mara. If you didn't yeah. know that, I, I was kind of ticked off because I was looking over the casting and they don't have the dog. Yeah, and then yeah, that is messed up. <laughs> he needs his own little page there. Yeah, he on needs I'm, to get credits for this. Yeah, and paid in like doggy treats or something. Okay, so anyway, doggy uh, Tom Felton. You know, honestly, they probably had like 17 dogs for this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Tom Felton, uh, Bradley Whitford, uh, Geraldine James. Because they probably all died during. The- <laughs> oh god! Totally kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> A dog's yeah. purpose all over again. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So this this movie doesn't doesn't really look that interesting to me. I can't figure out why because I like Kate Mara as an actor, but I don't yeah. feel like. I don't know why she's choosing the movies. This movie reminds me of that movie. I didn't. I didn't see it. She got hit really hard by that Fantastic Four. I mean, everybody that was in that Fantastic Four reboot, um, that I think hit. This is my opinion. I think she was doing okay yeah. after House of Cards and stuff, and she was kind of getting some decent roles. And then the House, of, and then the the Fantastic Four reboot came around. That hit everybody that was involved with career really badly. And I think at this point, she's just kind of trying to take projects that she can get to kind right. of keep herself in the limelight as much as possible. I think this is a smart move for her. Sure. Although this film, I will just say to me, looks like a higher budget made for TV type film. Yeah. Um, there's just nothing about it in the trailer. It's really just, the. it seems like the story of a girl that wanted to bring her dog back from fighting in Iraq. Right. You know, which that it's it's simple, it's straightforward, but it's it doesn't I don't know. There's just something screaming out to me that's like this needs to be on the big screen. It reminds this me of a huge budget. It reminds me of that movie Max. Yeah. Um with the dog. Um Oh yeah. And then there's also uh this this is kind of the same reason why they um with that movie Captive that yeah. Kate Mara did. It kind of has that same vibe a little bit. I don't know why. Maybe it's just I'd be surprised to see maybe there might be a lot of same production company things in there. But yeah, um, yeah, as the most part, I'm not not really super excited about it. Yeah, I would say if I have to rank it, I'd probably give it a four. Yeah, I don't know. The other thing is, I don't really know who the audience is for something like this. I'm not gonna like German generalize. Shepherds. Yeah, there you go. German Dogs. shepherds all across the world. They should have a dog viewing. Um, I, I'm not gonna like generalize that. I think older individuals and then maybe ladies like women or people that are just big fan of dogs, I sure. think would probably be the target audience or, or, or lifetime something. channel, uh, lifetime subscribers. channel subscribers. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't really have a huge interest level for this type of a film either. Um, good for Kate Mara. I, I, I don't know. I, I was yeah. I, there was something else I was going to say, but I can't remember it exactly. Oh yeah. I was thinking of a way that this could actually be effective. Um, Funny enough, like if they did a uh, if they did a crossover with this and did maybe like a Homer Bound the Incredible Journey, so maybe, <laughs> maybe it's like a prequel. Shadow Chance and sa- Sassy show up. Yeah, but it's just like one dog as he's like trekking across the Middle East trying to get home. <laughs> he's like swimming across the Atlantic Ocean. And <laughs> so let's you know. let's say this though. I mean, let's let's look at something here. So, all right, out of eight critics, it's not a lot in Rotten Tomatoes. Eight yeah. reviews. Yeah, it's at eighty eight percent. That's pretty good. So, yeah. so far. So maybe the trailers are just not doing a very good job projecting exactly what this film is about. It's possible. Yeah. 
But um, yeah, anyway, so that's that's Megan Levy. Um, now, uh, that kind of does this for what's opening, the big ones opening this weekend. There are a couple of news items. One I just thought of, I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about. Yeah. Because uh, I know you have one you want to talk about. Yeah. Um, is uh, they are in pre-production mm-hmm. for the sequel to Top Gun. I've heard about that. <laughs> Yeah, really? I don't know. So they they talked to Tom Cruise about it. Yeah, and uh, he basically said, "Yeah, it's gonna have the same tone and same vibe as the first one. You're gonna even have some of the same like <laughs> so cool a lot 80s, of like, like undercurrent of like guys being attracted to other guys. We're gonna we're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna have like the '80s like kind of music, that same kind of like score soundtrack. The sequel which, to Danger Zone. How well, here's can you the thing: Danger Zone. It doesn't really make sense to me to do that because that was to the time. It was like early '90s, late '80s, like. That was the vibe. Yeah, that was the era for that type of action film. It right. was the so, character-driven action film of the of the 90s. So when it's, you know, 30 years later, you know, how do you have that same, like, sound? <laughs> I don't know. They'd ha- I feel like you'd, you'd have to do, like, with, I don't know, like, dubstep almost, like, electric music or something. I, I don't know how you could... Highway to the yeah. danger zone instead of guitars. is like... Ro- <laughs> 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 rock's not really a genre anymore as much as it was back then. Like, rock was huge in the 90s. Um, it's, I mean, we still have rock music, but I don't think anybody really calls himself, like, a rock star anymore. But that movie was known for, like, being, like, a rock star type, you know what I mean? But King then it would Loggins, have, like, these right? melodramatic, like emotional romantic moments i think that was one of the most that was like the first movie that i really re- recognized that you could overdo and overblow the epicness out of proportion i mean that was such a simple film about a guy that's just training to be a flight guy a flight guy you know he's just yeah. trying to train to be a flight guy and then they have this like mock battle situation that just happens to sprout out of somewhere yeah, yeah. they um and this is what he said too. He said, "It's not going to be called Top Gun 2. <laughs> he knew that right off the bat. It's going to be called Top, Top Gun colon Maverick. Okay, maybe it's his son. I mean, at this point, he's too old to play Top Gun, right? He's no. He's got to be like. Uh, he's got to be doing. He's going to be like teaching the teaching right. side. Yeah, of it. that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. What if they called it like Top Two Gun? <laughs> two Top Gun, <laughs> Top Gun, Top Gun Two, like Top T-O. Guns, Top Guns. There you go, Top Guns. Live Die Repeat Repeat. <laughs> it's a prequel to Live Die. Re- Aliens show up at the end yep. of Top Gun Two. Alien Resurgence. Yeah, we're just we're totally just spitballing here now. At this point, we've, anyways, so we've we'll boiled see. down that far. I don't know who if there are a lot of people who are anticipating or asking for a sequel to that movie. I am not. But you know what they should do, and this sounds really stupid for me to suggest this, but they should do a TV show. Sure. Really new people. Should, you new people get yeah. a new Top Gun type guy about him. It's like the story of the film, but it's in a film in right. a television format where he's he's trying to become the Top Gun. It'd be kind of like I mean? uh, Quantico was. I felt yeah. like yeah, yeah. Anyways, cool. And you had another uh, news story that you wanted to kind of yeah, just briefly talk about this because this is an interesting story, more about the 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 overall who's attached with this. Um, so Terry Gilliam has finally wrapped his Don Quixote project, which has actually been in production for the last 17 years. Woo! Now. Persistence. Yes. And so the, the big reason I'm bringing it up is Terry Gilliam is a pretty, um, I don't know. You could say that some he's a loved hated kind of guy. Um, he is the, the, the writer and director uh, behind Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, 12 Monkeys. Uh, he also did a bunch. He did like Time Bandits, Meaning of Life, which are Monty Python-esque. Um, so he's done some pretty 
big type productions and he's been working on this again for 17 years so it's just a pretty intense thing and i just wanted to know if you sort of had any thoughts on it i'm more just impressed that they were able to manage to keep this one going uh and and still happening there's some decent names that are attached uh to the whole production they actually do have an imdb page that's up there but you know adam driver's on it uh jonathan price um is is a part of it so they've got some some decent names. There's something to be said for not just giving up on something. Yeah. Um, I mean, 17 years, that's outrageous to me. I mean, you have something like Boyhood that was filmed over like seven years. Right. Right. Oh. Not, was it more? Might have been more. I don't know. I, I 10 years? I think it was 10 years. Okay. So, I mean, you have something like that, but this is <laughs> obviously a much different story. But Boyhood was done on purpose like that. Yeah. Um, this is done as you know, a, a product of things that just didn't go the right way. Um, yeah. Oh, 12 years for boyhood. Okay. 12 yeah. years. So, wow, that's a long time. So, yeah. uh, I so don't, this was longer than that, but it wasn't even done on purpose. Right. So this know? is something that he kept getting roadblocks on, but s- decided to see it through. Right. Well, so then it. now though, he's being sued again for film rights, apparently by another production company that's claiming that they actually have the film production rights to this and that he shouldn't get it. And so they're saying that it might be delayed in releasing again. So it's like (laughs) they finally made it through all the production and they're getting blocked one more time. So I don't know. At this point, he's probably like, hey, what's another couple of years? I've already been 17 years down the road. Ain't my problem. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. At least he's done with the film. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Move on to other just, projects. Yeah. He can just like do other things now. and not worry about that. And then if when he the wants thing to go through, yeah, he can pick up where he left off. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's all nice. Nice. Well, that is all for our coming soon and news segment. And, uh, just to kind of recap, if you're new to the show, uh, you want to get connected with us. We have a social media presence or presidents <laughs> yeah, presence. Yeah. You can find us on uh, Facebook uh, slash Real Review Media um, or Instagram and Twitter at Real Review Media. Check us out there. We got stuff there all the time. You can find us on our website at realreviewmedia.com or you can link to all the of the above. And then also email us at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Let us know what you're most excited about, what you want to see. Um, you know, what your thoughts are. If you did get a chance to see uh, maybe The Mummy or It Comes at Night or uh, maybe you skip those two to see the highly anticipated Megan Levy. And um, let us know what's going on or let us know what, what you thought of uh, last week's releases and, mm-hmm. and just kind of whatever whatever's on your mind and if there's something that you feel like we're missing want or you want us to see. Yeah, I just want to talk about life. Yeah. If you feel general. like life is in production hell, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, on the podcast. So the that's really it. Um and Joel, do you have anything else you want to add? Nope, I think I'm good. Nice. Well, it's been real. It's been real. <laughs>